Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another bite-sized episode of the British English Podcast. I'm going to be totally honest with you right now. I've taken this audio from the scraps of my hard drive. I removed this segment from what was meant to be part two of an episode for premium and academy members. But we recorded for over an hour about a load of history around the great English country houses. So this segment was from when Ben, the historian from Down Under, decided to go rogue and uh, lead the conversation in a direction that I hadn't planned for. And we actually covered quite a variety of things, such as um, the technical problems I face when doing face-to-face episodes episodes, uh, fun mass nouns that natives like to hear about, a couple of other comparisons to other languages, uh, my partner becoming a professional artist on the day of recording this, uh, what my recording studio is like for a guest, and what a stag do is like. Oh, and what it means to be whipped. So, Yeah, although there's not much of an overarching theme to the chat, other than it's all a peek behind the curtain, as some like to say, I think there's some nice language and topics that naturally arise. So humour me, if you will, with a bite-sized episode that I uh, will actually call a peek behind the curtain of the British English podcast. We could give him a little uh, peek behind the curtain for a moment, tell him about uh, all our technical problems just before we started. Oh, yeah, it was an absolute nightmare. I've got about 100 cables spewn across the table right now. Spewn? Mm. Wow, that's a good word. Yeah. Um, I sound like you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, lane in an unorganized way. Loun. Lown, is it? No, no it's oh. not, that's oh. not a word. It's like when people say a, uh, a bunch of horses, you know, a bunch of gooses is geese. Yeah. Well, my friends and I used to say, you know, horses is a bunch of horses is geese. <laughs> <laughs> Having fun with irregular nouns. Yeah. Have you, do you ever actually, on any of these, have you ever done that interesting thing where you talk about the, um, the grouping word for a bunch of different animals? So, like, for example, crows. The collective is a collective noun for them is yeah. is a murder of crows. Yeah, yeah, the collective or mass noun. Uh, These are interesting. These are very interesting. Like you got ones that we all know. Like you got a flock of sheep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or a school of fish. Yeah, they are interesting. I feel like for a non-native, it's it's not that common to use it like we as natives we we find it interesting right so we don't know it that much i don't use it that much i wonder if uh other you know other languages do that same Mm. thing i mean i'm assuming most other language languages would just have one word as like a collective noun for any any amount of why any animal really like it would be it, it would be efficient, but I I wouldn't assume that it's just exclusive to English. Well, I wonder because that would actually display something about the creativity of English. Are you suggesting that we're special? Well, I think there is a unique creativity in English. I do know this as a fact that we have. I think, well, now I just said as a fact, but I don't know this exactly as a fact. I definitely know as a fact the English language is the most populous language in the world, uh, having the most words. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I read that. It's almost half a 
million, like 470,000 words. But I think what's different is other languages use intonation or like suffixes in a different way Mm. so that that would expand their vocabulary in a huge amount. I see. In a huge way. Like a RAM pack for a video game. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm not sure if many people would get that. Okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, yes, we're, um, we've got lots of cables around us. Yeah. So it's, do you, I don't know if you guys like that when we give you a little peek behind the curtain. I, I like it. I know if I'm listening to, to podcasters, I like to hear about where they are. We're in a room. Um, <laughs> and so I hope that's- Peek behind uh, the curtain. Uh, we're in a room. We're in a room. I, um, I'm, I'm with Charlie in the same room. Good stats. Good <laughs> facts. We have a, uh, it's very hot in here. I'll tell you that right now. You guys might be very cool wherever you are right now. I am- Fucking boiling. (laughs) Yeah, I deliberately turn it up so that hopefully Ben will take his top off for me. (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually, you know, he's pretending that I'm not sitting here naked. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, so I mean, uh, we're sitting in a tiny little room in Charlie's apartment in Sydney and we've got the window shut and the door shut um, and his partner is outside painting. Yes. She just sold a painting. She just sold her first painting. Congratulations. Yeah. You guys are going to be rich. Yeah. Well, maybe. It wasn't that well, much. When she dies, it'll be worth more. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should kill her. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's behind the curtain. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> Did you know that we have a 45-minute long audiobook that also comes with an ebook to read along with, teaching you 10 of the most useful idioms that you can use to sound like a native-level speaker? You know, the next time that you want to impress someone, be it for a job interview or an English exam, like the IELTS test, then you can whip out one of these phrases and really wow them. We've selected these 10 because they're daily idioms. They're ones that you can use in many, many situations. So you won't be wasting your time learning a random idiom that you'll never really get the chance to use. And the even better news is that we're giving this audiobook and ebook away for free. And all you need to do is find it in the show notes of this episode. Head over to thebritishenglishpodcast.com and find it in the homepage. Or just like the free worksheet for this episode, go to thebritishenglishpodcast.com forward slash freebies. That is F-R-E-E-B-I-E-S. Um, A murder murder machine for Stacey. But I'll tell you what, we had the cables, right? It was making this crazy sound before. It was picking up FM radio. Yeah, really strange. I don't understand how that works. I mean, it's we don't have a transmitter here or, or, or a, um, uh, what do you call it? An aerial. Hmm. And it was picking up FM radio. And we had like this weird sort of in the cable. And we had Charlie wrapping the cable and holding it at weird angles. Like, you know, back... You know, back in the day when you would hold your aerial out and swing it around to get a to get a signal, it was like Charlie was doing the opposite of that to get rid of a signal. Mm, yeah, yeah. I've done online podcasts for so long, and I've been really keen to do like face to face podcasts. But there's so much more to it than just going on your computer and connecting with somebody on the other side on Zoom or something. There's a lot more to this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a complex operation here. 
Um, I mean, what's something else behind the scenes? He's got two little um, uh, things called dynamite sticks, which apparently they look like little sticks of dynamite, and you plug them in and at the end of the cord and into the – what's that thing called? An audio interface. An audio interface, and apparently it's to something does something with the gain. It does, yeah. It boosts the gain so that everybody can hear you clearly without an under under tone of. Yeah, but unfortunately, it was actually doing the opposite, and it was making it terrible. So we had to take them out. <laughs> yeah. So great purchase. Yeah, thank you. And why do you have a tiny? On my left, he's got a, his shelf, and you have a tiny keyboard. Why it's do you for have my that? tiny hands? <laughs> Why do you have this tiny keyboard? It's cool. It look honestly, that looks like a keyboard you would buy a four year old. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're clearly not in the know. It's an MPK. Uh, it's it's basically what these new uh, music producers rely on. It's like it's got a drum um, pad. Okay, and. A mixer, yeah, and then piano, so okay. you can literally make any sound you want through right. that. Even fart noises, if you want. Wow, I'll I'll I'll, I'll tell you guys, I uh, I uh, had a very sore throat for the last two days, and this morning I could barely speak. And I, Charlie gave me a beer, and I've been able to talk, but I think I don't know. I'll have to listen to this back. I think I got a bit of a raspy voice at the moment. You do, but I would I would class it as controversially more sexy. I think de- definitely more sexy. <laughs> I mean, the problem with it is it's it's dangerous because I'm going to have to kiss every single girl on the way home because I can't, I can't, I, how could I help it? Maybe that's how COVID started. Yeah. Someone came out with COVID and they had a super sexy raspy voice and every girl in that Chinese city just fell for him. Yeah. And um, have you forgotten the name of that Chinese city? Wuhan. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> We're, yeah. I, I was about to talk a bit more about COVID, but I think we've all heard enough about COVID. <laughs> yeah, I think we have. Yeah. Um, that's that's plenty of peeking behind the curtain, I think. Uh, let's get to oh, the- wait. I do want you to tell them the amount of time you went out on the weekend. <laughs> well, I'd like to- preface it by saying that I rarely do this. Yeah, yeah. I'm normally a, a very studious human. Yeah, he, um, he is actually. <laughs> but I was invited to a stag do, which I don't think many other cultures other than English speaking cultures do this tradition very often, but a party for the groom who was about to get married. And um, yeah, it was a big, big day. Started at 9am. We threw axes like a bowling alley, but axes. Mm. I was actually surprisingly very good at it. Really? Mm. Did you get a bullseye? Yeah. I got five bullseyes in a row. Really? Yeah. Fuck, you should have been a Viking. <laughs> I was about to say Viking princess. I mean, a Viking. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually perfect. Yeah. Actually, I think a Viking princess could throw an axe. Yeah? Yeah. I reckon I reckon get about it. Yeah. Change a little Monica um, with this British English podcast from a bust to a cartoon version of yourself as a Viking princess. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that word. Monica. Can you explain it to me? Um, isn't Monica like your a symbol? Like it's like your so like Google's Monica is a, is that G. Ah. And not ro- lo- that's not a logo then. Apple's Monica, I think. I might be wrong. I said the word Monica and I thought that was what it was. Yeah, it might be. Um like Apple's Monica is an apple. Is that not a logo? I think so, yeah. So it's the same 
You've got a computer in front of you. Monica, M-O-N-I-K-E-R. Yeah. It says a name or nickname. A name, okay. Ah, yep, 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 yep. His real moniker is Dave Kennedy, for example. Okay. And how did I use it? Uh, You used it in a visual sense, but maybe you could say instead of uh, being known as Charlie Baxter, your moniker could be uh, Viking Viking Princess. Princess. There we go. We had a little English lesson. You taught me something. Yeah, I, I, now I know I, why I you wouldn't guys, have got there without you, babe. Yeah, but now I know why you guys sign up for f- for his classes. He's just a <laughs> fountain of information. But yeah, I I didn't I didn't um, admit how long I was out. So I started at nine a.m. Wait, I, I, sorry to interrupt you. I want to give them another peek behind the curtain. Oh shit, that's one of my laptop. There you go. There's some real fuck. Okay, real info. Yeah, Real so insight. Tell oh, about no, you. it went on my laptop. <laughs> yeah. You tell him, tell him about your absolute bender. <laughs> yeah, a bender is a very, very big night of drinking. Uh, so, yeah, 9 a.m. until 4 a.m. Mm. So nearly, nearly 24 hours. How did you last so long? Uh, I actually snuck away and I had a coffee. I, nice. I had a double espresso coffee. And he he miscommunicated with me, or I did, and I got two sugars with it as well. Nice. But yeah, I had quite a few beers and then my drinking partner left halfway through the night and I was alone with a group of strangers. So I decided to um, indulge in quite a few gin and tonics at a rapid speed. And is that because he is whipped? (laughs) Whipped. Very good. What does whipped mean? Whipped. Actually, don't define it. Use it in an example. Another one. <laughs> Your friend is whipped <laughs> yeah. to his wife. Yeah. I suppose it's, it partner. would be by, but we don't use it in that way. You just say you are whipped. Whipped yeah. is like... Just a visual. It's like if you imagine your wife, you're on all fours crawling along the ground and your wife's just whipping you and telling you what to do. Get down. Exactly. And you could use it both ways, but traditionally guys joke about it more about being in control, being controlled by them. Oh, yeah. I was just joking. I was giving a visual. But yeah, definitely being whipped is it just means that you do everything your wife tells you to do. Or your partner. Your partner. Yeah. So yes, my part, my my drinking buddy is whipped. Um, to be fair, his his partner is pregnant, so um, she she was demanding that he comes home, and um, he couldn't really uh, refuse because she is making his child. Oh, that's fair enough. Yeah, I mean it. It is and it isn't. The context was a bit ridiculous because he had paid for the boat that we were about to go on. Anyway, yeah, it was a long, long night. And do they listen? Do they listen to this podcast? Not the premium, but bit. That's why I'm spilling the beans. <laughs> okay. Well, just you might as well say what their names are then. No, no need for that. <laughs> I just wider you up. <laughs> All right, we will leave that conversation there. Obviously, if those friends of mine do listen to this episode, I am buggered. So, uh, yeah, let's hope they don't. But if they do, um, hello, guys. Sorry. Forgive me. Pretty please. I was just trying to make content for my language learning listeners. Hmm. 
Who's whipped now, hey? I'm afraid of them right now. Remember that if you are enjoying this show, then the best way to support it and get the most out of it is to join the Premium Podcast or the Academy. I am improving the learning experience every single week in the Academy and have been adding to the ever-growing pile of resources that both Academy and Premium Podcast members are thoroughly enjoying. I love taking the weekly speaking classes with members of the Academy and hearing how much they rate what I have built for people like them. So, yeah, it's official. I think the thing I built is great and worth your attention. Also, I'd like to remind you that this is my full-time job. And if you enjoy the show, then please do think about supporting it. That way, those who really can't afford to spare just £7 a month are able to get a free education through your support. Remember to grab the free worksheet of this episode if you haven't already or download the free app. Links are in the show notes or head over to the British English Podcast. Right, thank you for listening to the end of this one. Have a lovely week, and if you can, make someone else's week good too. Uh, Ben Marks was the guest today, so uh, big it up for Ben. Uh, I've been Charlie Baxter, the host of this show, and I'll see you next time on the British English Podcast. Mm